This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. She's done just about everything. My next guest I'm talking to, Julie Staley. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Kevin? I am doing great as well. It's good to talk to you again. You too. Um, we always see each other in passing or at rehearsals. Yes. And uh, neither one allow us uh, the convenience to talk as long as we want. <laughs> no, no. So this, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so tell me, um, tell me and everybody listening or watching, um, you have been in this area for a while and you've done a, a, a whole a bunch of different things all over. So tell me how you got uh, your start mainly, I guess mainly right now in um, in theater here in Springfield. And then also you've done, as myself, you've done a lot of media. So just uh, just tell me a little bit about what's how you um, got started. I, I, got st- I actually started theater in Springfield after I, uh, I retired from uh, TV news. I had had, uh, had uh, one of my kiddos and uh, retired from TV news, and I had another kiddo, and uh, um, and I got uh, got involved with the Hoagland and uh, uh, Gus Gordon, of course, and I had worked uh, at the TV station for many many years together, anchoring uh, all kinds of uh, news shows there. So uh, he knew me from there and knew I had a background in theater. Uh, that was my minor in college. My major was radio and television. And Mine I had too. A math, a masters and so yeah, see, yeah, same uh, same uh, major. Uh, Minor. Kind, yep. Kindred spirits, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, so um, I, I then I had a master's degree in, in broadcasting. So I uh, had, you know, after I had gone through television and, and kind of closed that part of, of my life in, in the news department, uh, there was that opportunity to start performing again because uh, it's very difficult to do that when you're trying to work as a news anchor. So uh, yep. so that opened up the doors and. So it's uh, it's been 12, about 12 years or so that I've been in Springfield, and I've done other things, you know, of course since since before that. So uh, so it kind of had a big gap in there, but uh, uh, but so I've been doing yeah doing some things um, uh, for the last uh, many many years uh, here in Springfield and at Hoagland, at uh, Muni, a theater in the park, at Playhouse on the Square. Uh, so I really feel like I've really been fortunate to be able to experience all of the different facets of uh, uh, theater here in Springfield. I grew up in uh, southern Illinois near St. Louis, near Belleville. And I didn't have this opportunity like everybody does here in Springfield to do theater as, as a kid. We didn't have, you know, the Muni uh, like we do here. Uh, we ha- There's a Muni in St. Louis, but it's you know, completely different. And uh, uh, we didn't have community theater like we like we do here. We have so many so much, options yeah. and so many opportunities for kids. There's so many kids programs. Yeah. And uh uh, so I really, really think that we have such a thriving theater community. It's just a very, very rich community uh, that gives everybody an opportunity to, to do something and, and to grow as, as you need. So I feel really grateful to be a uh, part of, uh, of this community here in theater. Yes, absolutely. Me too. And always do a wonderful job. Whether you're doing, you, you do both on stage and off stage, um, and get a little bit into, um, your theater company, which you recently started and some of the shows you've been, uh, doing and planning with that. But I, I do want to go back a little bit to, um, where, where you got your, where you got started with your love with, uh, doing news. 
Um, I mean, you told me, obviously, we did, did uh, news in college, degree in it and everything. But uh, where did you uh, go? Did, did you go to different stations? Did you go all around? Did you start? Uh, what's, yeah. Yeah. Um... That's, that's really the only way to really move up the ladder in that industry. Uh, you know, there are, you get to sometimes you get to a certain point, point and you can you know plateau and stay there and decide to stay in that market. Um, uh, you know, when you get to a certain level, but you know, moving moving up the ladder, promoting yourself, uh, you have to move around, move to different stations, different cities, and different towns, and go to all those small stations. And uh, uh, I was always the kind of gal that uh, wanted to be close to my family so that was really hard for me to uh move around like that i mean there was some excitement in that and i lived in some really uh fun places and have some great memories in some really great cities uh but i ultimately really didn't like all that moving around and that uh that was that was you know that was kind of hard uh for me wanting to be connected with my family and uh uh so so i uh yeah i I started my first job in television i was gosh 17 or 18 because i was 17 when i went away to college and I started volunteering at 17 at the radio station down at WSIU and uh, I I turned 18 that year and so I guess I was 18 when I actually, uh, I may have even been 17 when I actually was on the air uh, my first semester, uh, my first fall semester as a freshman. I was actually there in the summer but in the fall uh, I made the auditions for uh, new talent at the news station and I was on the air and anchoring the news and uh, uh, so that was really my first big uh, big opportunity there um, I, I traveled around a lot with my dad uh, to a lot of TV stations uh, both both national networks and local stations he had a lot of friends uh, at a lot of radio and television stations all over the place and so it always you know, TV station always felt a very comfortable place for me uh, almost like I kind of knew I would eventually work and I just felt very comfortable there uh, like at, at home so to speak and and I had the same feeling with theater it just was a very comfortable place for me uh, so um, both of them uh, just didn't seem like much of a jump to get to and it just seemed like I was I was, I was around it a lot and uh, uh, so I yeah I've been doing TV since I was 17 18 years old and uh, now I'm, uh, well, I'm 50, 52, so uh, there's the math. <laughs> uh, but, you know, since I quit uh, working at the TV station, um, I've been able to do television uh, 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 commercials and special TV programs, uh, things like that. Uh, so I've really been able to kind of uh, keep my talent uh, honed, I guess, in television while also doing theater. So I've really been fortunate to be able to be in a community that just be able to provide that for me. Yeah. The talking about doing a special TV program, you, you are working on something right now where it's uh, pretty close to uh, being complete. I'm not exactly sure the fields of gold. What's uh, what's going on with that? That is part of our film company. I have a theater company and a film company right now. I just started both of them. The theater company is a nonprofit, and the film company is an LLC. And we're producing a documentary right now. Uh, it's one of our films, and that's the one called Fields of Gold. We also have a short film called The Lie that we're producing as well. 
Um, and so we're doing both of them uh, at the same time. And uh, the documentary Fields of Gold is a uh, story about the life of A.E. Staley. And uh, this is the man that, of course, started the A.E. Staley Manufacturing Company, uh, which he was the, the, the king of soybeans and uh, introduced uh, America and, and, and much of the world to uh, all of the uses that uh, soybeans uh, have. There's so many, many uses for them. And uh, kind of came up with the whole way of uh, uh, how to process them and market them and so on. So he was the guy for all of that and of course did corn processing uh, as well on top of it. And that was also the company that was the, the, was the owner of the original football team that eventually became the Chicago Bears. So there's a lot of athletic history there because not only did the team have a football, or the, the company have a football team, but they also had baseball and basketball and bowling and golf and uh, women's sports. So uh, there were a lot of activities for the employees uh, just as part of, of um, uh, just for them to feel like part of a family so that their their job working at that company was like uh, being part of a family. And we hear that a lot from people who have worked there or new people that worked there, that it really was like a family. And Ace Daly took pride in that. So we're uh, we're telling uh, the story about his life. It's it's great that we can document that because we have you know the company is the buildings are still there, the plant is still there. It's owned by A. E. Staley, owned by Tate and Lyle, and uh, the, there's a Staley Museum. Uh, that is the uh, Staley Mansion that he used to live in. So we're able to go to to the Tate and Lyle buildings, and you know those are buildings that they he you know, w was in. Those are actual places that he, that he was in. And also we have the, the museum where he was also there. He lived there, he lived in that house. So when you take the fact that you still have the actual buildings that he lived in, that he worked in, uh, it seems really compelling that you would want to tell a story about that. Uh, so we are putting this uh, documentary together in partnership with the Decatur Herald and Review. They have uh, really been fantastic to reach out to us and help us with all of the uh, 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 the little the little bits of research that we need to find uh, the pieces of information or photographs because uh, some of these go way way back over a hundred years old. Oh. And um, we uh, are really fortunate that they're able to to partner with us and work with us on that because uh, they have a, a lot of history as well uh, so we can combine that and work together on this project that's wonderful how will we be able to watch it uh, where will we be able to watch it well that's kind of what we're working on now i mean there's so you know that's kind of the good news about the film industry right now is because uh, more and more uh, outlets are made available for for streaming. Um, you know, a lot of services are really competing for content. Um, you have all kinds of, uh, you know, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Apple. Uh, you know, all of these uh, channels that, and, and some of these channels, you know, like CBS has CBS Plus, Disney has Disney Plus. You know, so they're all growing and they're creating more and more opportunity for content. Um, you know, on top of it, you can just pop something up on YouTube and, uh, uh, you know, distribute it yourself if you want to. 
So we're trying to kind of uh, maneuver our way through all of those decisions and decide what will be the best for everyone and everything. Um, you know, it may not go streaming. We may decide to just, you know, air it locally or, you know, something like that. So uh, we, we just have to look at all the options and uh, see what's going to be available. But we aren't going to be releasing it until at least next year. Um, so we, we, uh, we have, a, a, it feels like we have a little bit of time, but it's going to come quickly. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and um, uh, I also want to ask you about uh, your theater company, because um, I saw, luckily you were able to get your, uh, your first, I believe, production in before all this, you know, before we were, everything closed, we were, closed down. Yeah. Yes. We were so lucky. I think it was about a week after we uh, after we closed that they had to lock everything down, and uh, we were done and uh, already thinking about what we wanted to do next. And uh, then everything got the got the brakes put on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we are like everyone else, just trying to decide what's best and how to, you know, best proceed uh, with with theater. I think I think theater, performing arts, uh, that's going to be one of the hardest hit areas, uh, the most affected areas uh, from this pandemic, um, because people aren't necessarily going to be wanting to go sit in a dark theater with a whole bunch of people um, and, and, and watch something if they've been able to, you know, stream it and watch it. I mean, I sat there for 48 hours straight practically watching Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be watching Hamilton when it's, when it's on oh, yeah. here. And, uh, you know, and you get spoiled. And so it's like, oh, gosh, I, I would pay to watch that online again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, what what are people going to feel after that? Are they going to be ready to go back into the theater? And, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I don't I don't know. And of course, it's going to be different for community theater as it than it would for you know, Broadway professional. Uh, larger cities, smaller cities, I think, um, are going to have very different uh, uh, thing, you know, things that they have to go through and problems that they're going to have to maneuver because uh, they are kind of apples and oranges. But um, yeah, it's a lot of it is wait and see, and um, uh, just have a backup plan, and then have a backup plan for your backup plan, and uh, so plan A, B, C, you know, all the way to Z. So. Yeah, whole alphabet there. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what we got. Uh, Julie, how can people f- follow all the different projects that you're doing with Spencer Theater Company, uh, with your film? company with the production field to go how can people sort of follow all that on either facebook or websites yeah hopefully they can because uh we like to uh you know if, if people have stories to tell we'd love to to hear uh if they have a story that they can tell that's con- uh, has to do with the documentary we'd love to hear from them um we we are on uh the, the theater company spencer theater company and the film company spencer films um are both on online on uh um Facebook, we have social media, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, uh, we, ha- we have a Twitter account, um, we have websites for both of them, SpencerFilmsLLC.com and SpencerTheaterCompany.com. 
uh, and the theater with an R-E. Yep. Um, so you can go to both of those and, and get updates as well. Um, we, again, Facebook and Instagram are probably where we, we go the most for our information. Um, I know that the Herald and Review, since they're working with us on this project, uh, they've been uh, posting a, a few updates uh, here and there. So there probably will be you know more coming up uh, as we get closer to releasing the film. They'll probably have more information as well. And we and we share, you know, we both we share each other's information too. So, um, and the museum, the Staley Museum, uh, has information uh, that they post about the film and uh, the history of the, the family and the company and, and things like that. So, so there are really a lot of ways. I guess you could uh, you could follow all of them. All right. Well, well, we'll link to them so people will be able to see them, follow them, and keep up with everything that's going on. Julie, thank you so much for talking to me. It was good to talk to you again. We will do this again very soon. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. It's uh, good to talk to you. It's been uh, such a trying time for everybody, and so it's always good to talk to a familiar friend and uh, uh, hear good news from people. Yes, yes, it was good. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to thank talk you. to you.